Good morning. This is Pastor Randy Anderson of This Is For You Ministry. I know some of you are probably wondering what happened to yesterday's podcast. Uh, I had I had prepared it, and as I was getting ready to sign off on it, my system died. And rather than just going through a panic about it, I tried to retrieve it and could not do so. And when I found it, uh. Uh, on the site, come to find out the audio was not connected with it. But nevertheless, we serve a good and awesome God. I look at all things that happen in my life that God has a hand in it, even in that. I was able to be able to have some time last night to reevaluate even this particular podcast. I had to be able to do some update to it. And now we're ready and on fire for the Lord this morning to be able to deliver a word to you, hopefully to give you understanding and strength in your walk with God. Before we go to prayer, I had a phone call prior to me coming on the air uh, with my cousin who had a situation that happened uh, that landed him in the hospital with what he calls a life-threatening situation. So we're going to lift him up also in prayer uh, as we go before the Lord with this message. Okay, fathers, in the name of Jesus, as we come before you, Lord, this morning, first of all, we give thanks unto you, dear Lord, for who you are. You are the great I am. You can be anything and everything we need to be. Hallelujah. You are able, dear Lord God, to be a comfort to us. You'll be able to direct us. You'll be able to overshadow us. You'll be able to protect us, dear Lord. And we thank you, dear Father, Lord, for allowing Jesus to go to Calvary Cross and die, dear Lord, Father, to make it all possible, even for me, to offer up this prayer. And Father, Lord, we want to remember uh, my cousin, Mr. Scott O'Hara. Lord God, as he lays in the hospital and go through this procedure, we pray, dear Lord God, that you will be with him in giving comfort. Be with those, dear Father, of the family that are there with him, the giving comfort. Be with our friends and associates who may not know about it, but will learn about it. Be with them, dear Lord Father, to give them the comfort that they need, dear Lord God. And as he goes through this procedure, we ask the Lord God that you will guide the hands of the physicians, the Lord, to be able to perform that which need to be done. So, Lord Father, that all things will work together well for him, dear Lord, and he will be able to rise up and to give you glory. Now, have your way, dear Lord Father, in that situation, and we ask, dear Lord, that you would be with us in this situation as we direct the message of the hour, dear Lord God, to those that Father has ears to hear what the Spirit is saying even unto them. We thank you, Lord God, for this opportunity, for we ask the Lord to be blessed. In Jesus' name we pray. In Jesus' name, amen. As always, we need to read uh, our foundational scripture, which comes from the book of Galatians, chapter 5, verses 16 through 21. And the scripture reads as follows. This I say then, walk in the spirit, and you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. For the lust, for, pardon me, for the flesh lusteth against the spirit, and the spirit against the flesh. And these are contrary the one to the other so that you cannot do the things that you would. But if you be led of the Spirit, you are not under the law. Now the works of the flesh are manifest, which are these, adultery, fornication, uncleanness, 
lasciviousness, idolatry, witchcraft, hatred, variance, emulations, wrath, strife, sedition, heresies, envying, murder, drunkenness, reveling, and such like. Of the which I tell you before, as I have also told you in time past, that they which do such things shall not inherit the kingdom of God. Amen, amen, amen. Uh, the title of this message is The Work of the Flesh, but we'll be speaking about envy. We'll be speaking about envy. We won't be before you long this morning, but we want to be able to put something on your mind about this, this emotion called envy. But let me say this before I go into it. Every one of the works of the flesh that we just read to you from the scriptures are very dangerous to your soul. A lot of times we will look at these things and we would just pass right over and don't give any consideration to what the writers is trying to let us know and what the spirit is trying to lift from the truth of those letters to us, to inform us, to let us know the danger that we'll be in if we continue to walk in the works, or I should say the deeds of the flesh. We need to take this message very, very seriously simply because it has a way of working against you and yet not for you. Don't let someone who's in an adulterous relationship begin to talk to you about God as though he know God. In reality, he don't understand what he's saying because of this act that he's working out in his life. Those who have any of the other of the um, works of the flesh they will not be able to truthfully tell you what God has on his heart for you. They can be able to quote scriptures. They can be able to, but if they're operating this way, as the example set before you, it will not be valid for you. I mean, you'll listen to them. You may be able to pull some truth from what they have to say, but it's being an example as an example, these things that we are talking about, even we as Christians, we have to guard ourselves against these things so that they don't try to creep back up into our life. Amen. All right, let's go on. We're talking about the emotion of envy. Envy is a feeling of discontent or covetousness with regards to another's advantage, success, possession, etc etc envy comes about by lying on someone to gain the advantage over them using whatever means or system to get that advantage the religious leaders of ancient days by envy delivered jesus into the presence of pilate for judgment it was at this feast that pilate made known to the people that he will release a prisoner unto them, but they must choose. He did that because he felt that in the position that he was, even though he could have made the decision, he didn't want it to be on his conscience, so he put it on the people to make the decision. Amen? He set before them this question. Who do you want to be released unto you, Barabbas or Jesus, which is called Christ? 
and you know the story, they chose Barabbas. And Jesus had to go throughout the judgment and throughout the crucifixion, throughout the beating, all the way to the cross and die simply because of one emotion called envy. Amen, amen, amen. Another way that envy can surface is when a person who loves God and proclaims proclaims sound teaching that lines up with the word of God, then someone comes along and teach something otherwise than what is taught. Paul told Timothy that that person is proud and knows nothing about the word. But he's sick in his mind and will speak words and bring about question that will bring about envy, slander, and with evil thoughts that have no proof or evidence on his stance or his position. Rather than challenge this person, Paul told Timothy, just simply withdraw yourself from such a person. You'll find that what we talked about is found in the, first, in the book of 1 Timothy, chapter 6, verse 1 through 5. Paul instructs Timothy to withdraw himself from such a person. We need to consider that. We that are saints, you know, a lot of times we want to argue and fuss about things. But if you cannot proclaim or uh, speak the word and cause them to consider what is being said, then, and they want to bring out things in an envious way toward you, that is not the time to start arguing with them. That's the time to say, you know what? Have a nice day and move on. And move on. We need to learn how to trust and rely upon the scriptures for comfort, direction, hope, correction, and Paul put it in one place, correction and righteousness, and praises in all things. We need to learn how to trust and rely upon the scriptures in that, especially those of us that says that we are children of God. We need to be able to do that. For the apostle James wrote this thing to give us a, a, a real comfort about the scriptures. He says, do you think that the scripture said in vain, the spirit that dwells in us lusted envy? Do you think that the scripture said in vain that the spirit that dwells in us lusts to envy? And we all know that answer is no. The scripture doesn't teach that. But what the scripture does teach is that God gives more grace. No matter what you're going through, grace will be your support. Grace will be your strength. Grace will be your power. God gives grace. He said, wherefore, he said, God resists the proud, but give grace unto the humble. So if he's going to give you more grace, he has to give it to you based upon you being humble before him. You can't come up before God. God, I need some grace here. You know, I don't like what they're doing to me, but unless I get it, I, I'm just going to act out the lust of the flesh. 
No, that ain't how it works. That's not how it works. When you come before him, however it may be, Father, I just read in the scripture, amen, that the thing that I thought was right, I was actually wrong. Please give me grace, dear Lord, Father, and give me strength to be able to go forth and make the correction on the things that I proclaim to be right, and yet it was wrong. That's what God wants from us, to be humble, and he will give us that grace. That came from the book of James, chapter 4, verse 5 and 6. Amen. Now that we are born again, now that we are born again, now that we are saved from the power of sin and death, we are instructed by the word of God, okay, going back to the scriptures, to put off the things of our character as of the malice, the guile, the hypocrisies, and envies, and all evil speaking. We are instructed by the word of God to put these things off. So let me park right here just for a moment. A lot of times people think that uh, the things that they do after they get saved, um, that it's just going to be the work of the Holy Spirit to take it away. Well, first of all, he's not going to take away. He can take away the power. Let me put it this way. He can take away the power of, of you cursing, or I like to use the word. He can take away the cursor out of your heart. But if you're not willing to allow him to do that, that won't be possible. That won't be possible at all. Because you have to be willing to let the Spirit of God do what the Spirit of God was given to do in your life. You have to be able to do that. It says we, we need to put off. We need to do that. We need to stop speaking evil. We need to stop being envious toward others. We need to stop being hypocrites. We need to stop being hypocrites and start living that what we know we should be that lines up with God's eternal bound words. We need to stop it. But how are we going to get there? How are we going to do all that? Well, after he told us that we need to put off these things, he went on to say that we need to pursue with love the sincere milk of the word that you may grow thereby. And that's in Fountain, 1 Peter chapter 2. Verses 1 through 2. Envy is an emotion that we shouldn't have dictating to us how we need to live. A lot of times it may not show until a circumstance has come up. It may not show until a certain particular situation may appear in our lives. But we need to stop and consider what is happening we need to allow our mind and spirit to go into the scriptures to find out if we have it to be there, what is this? If not, then we need to pray in our spirit right there. Ask the Father to give us wisdom. Ask him to give us some understanding as to what is going on and just not react. We need to consider what we need to do. We need to consider that. And as we begin to close, we'll lose, use this last uh, scripture that has come from the book of Titus. Paul had instructed Titus in, in chapter three. He says to put them in mind to be subject to principality and powers, 
to obey magistrates, to be ready to every good work, to speak evil of no man, to be no brawlers, but gentle, showing all meekness unto all men. Now that is the do, is the last part, and the prior part is the things that we shouldn't do. We shouldn't be a brawler. I always want to get out. We shouldn't speak evil of no man. We should be obeying principalities and powers or be subject unto it. And to obey magistrates. God allowed all this kind of power. You may not like who's in office, but the office exists because of the authority of the word of God. You may not like who's in the office. But you got to respect the authority that God put there. Now, if someone goes in there and they're evil, God has his own way of removing them. God has his own way in removing them. Amen. But let's go on. He says, but be gentle, showing all meekness unto all men. Why, Paul? For we ourselves also were sometimes foolish disobedient, deceived, serving divers lusts and pleasures, living in malice and envy, hateful and hating one another. Oh God, uh, I probably was all those things. Amen. But after that, the kindness and the love of God, our, our Savior toward man appeared. Praise the Lord. Not by works of righteousness, which we have done, but according to his mercy, he saved us by the washing of regeneration and renewing of the Holy Ghost, which he shed on us abundantly through Christ Jesus, our Lord. And such were some of you. And such were all of us. A lot of these things and even more. But it took our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, to go to the cross. The Bible said, while we were yet sinners, Christ died for the ungodly. While we were doing those things, Christ died for us. He went there with a purpose and he fulfilled that purpose. And now that the purpose has been fulfilled, now God is ready to give the inheritance, amen, to those that will believe in the gospel story. And not only believe, but they will respond to the gospel message and come unto Jesus, repenting of their sins and asking him for their forgiveness. They don't have to go before a priest. They don't have to go before a church to seek forgiveness. They just need to get to Jesus. And Jesus alone has the power to say, go and sin no more. Fathers, in the name of Jesus, as we close this podcast, we do thank you, dear Lord, even for the error that happened yesterday, because it worked out, dear Lord God, that it can be an even better podcast, even as we speak this day. And so, Lord, we thank you, dear Lord God, for that. There are those, dear Father, that are listening, dear Lord, that may not seem to understand some things. We pray in the name of Jesus that the Holy Spirit will move in at that moment and be able to give an understanding, dear Lord God, on what needs to be done, dear Lord Father, 
or what is being said and how it, uh, uh, what was said can be able to come to them and minister to them in their situation. Have your way, O oh Lord God, I pray. Have your way in Jesus' name. Before we release you, I would like to say this was yesterday's podcast. So today's podcast will be sent to you roughly around six o'clock this evening. You will get that podcast. I will not tell you right now what it will be on, but you do know it's going to be on the work of the flesh, but you don't know which one would be the next one. So we'll surprise you with that. You will get it roughly around six o'clock this evening. And remember about everything that we teach and everything that we share is a message that comes from God. And this message is for you. Amen.